Welcome to hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We got Mike the Big Zamboni here. Honk, honk. <clears throat> Honkity Honkerson. And we got a little music news. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Well, this is bad news for Madonna, but maybe good news for everybody else because maybe she'll start changing things. She is being sued for starting her shows two hours late. Wow, like a little class action lawsuit. Yes. You know, she's got a reputation for this, but there are two guys who are suing her because her shows at the uh, Barclays Center in Brooklyn last month started more than two hours late. Just think about that. That is the length of a full feature film that you are sitting there and waiting for her to begin her show past the start time. Unbelievable. I'd be so irritated. I'd be really mad because I know the tickets would have been expensive. And then, you know, you're making plans and you're paying for parking by the hour. And there's just so many things that she selfishly is not taking into consideration. So this made it harder for the guys to find transportation home after the show. They had to get up early to go to work or care for their families the next day. So they are suing Madonna, Live Nation, the Barclay Center for unconscionable, unfair, and or deceptive trade practices. And they do want to make it a class action suit so other people can join in if they want. Mm. Now, having said that, she has been sued for this twice before. Oh, really? Yep. There was a 2019 lawsuit that ended up being dismissed. And then again, the next year, 2020, two people voluntarily dismissed their suit after reaching a settlement. So this is going to end up costing them if they don't figure this out. Look, I also think it's just really unprofessional and inconsiderate of your audience who paid a lot of money, who hired babysitters, who scheduled all sorts of stuff to come and see you right it's just it's so narcissistic yeah it's yeah it's just like not cool at all yeah is that the reputation you want it's just i'm better than you my time is more important than yours it's just very beyond diva ish it's just downright rude and disrespectful yeah yeah if if you care about your fans treat them right Mm mm-hmm Thank you. I'll let you know what happens with that. Um, Okay, then I saw this story. It was a headline. Lionel Richie, you know, there's going to be that that documentary about the making of We Are the World. Remember, we Mm -hmm. played a little bit of the trailer. Um, um, Lionel Richie says, you could not do that song today, collaborating with all these big artists, because everybody sounds the same. I don't agree with that at all. He said voices then were different sounding from one to the next. He said, you know, you had Springsteen, you know, you can identify Bruce Springsteen. Then you had Tina Turner. You knew it was Tina. I I think that is such a blanket statement. Because- I get what he means, but I think he's wrong. 
I do too. I don't think it would hold up. I don't think Ed Sheeran sounds anything like Chris Stapleton, who sounds nothing like Taylor Swift. You know, who sounds nothing like Beyonce, who sounds nothing like Miley Cyrus. Wait, I think who sounds nothing Lionel like Justin in on. Bieber, who sounds nothing like Post Malone, who sounds nothing like Miranda Lambert. These are all identical, uh, identi- identifiable voices. Yeah, I think what he, where he's coming from on that, and and again, I think he's wrong, but you know how sometimes you can turn the radio on and six songs go by and you're like, boy, that all kind of sounds the same. These voices, they get sort of, they're, th- I think that each era has a sound yeah. where it yeah. can, you can easily say, okay, this stuff all just kind of like sounds like I'm not even, who's, I can't tell this voice from that voice. But when you actually start laying it out, you do see quite a bit of diversity in sound right. from one voice to the next. If you're just listening to a like a radio station or a Spotify playlist that's pop music, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But you can get different sounding artists like an Ed Sheeran and then a Brandy Carlisle. You know what I mean? They they don't sound right. They're identifiable voices for sure. I think that was an irresponsible statement to make. Thank you. Now, having said that, I can't identify any voices. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, that's worth saying. But the average ear can probably tell the difference. Yes, Queen. Thank you. That was a joke. Our game show that I'm very bad at. Thank you. Whose voice is it anyway? Wednesdays, 1130. Did I do okay the last this past? Uh, you won, I think. If by okay you mean win, yes, you yeah, did very okay, okay. All right, I'm doing better. All mm-hmm. right, I'm doing better. Yeah. Um, by the way, the documentary "We Are the World" is coming to Netflix. I think it's in a few weeks. We'll remind you as it gets closer. Okay. 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 I got nothing else to talk about. I'm going to leave. Uh, well, Green Day's got a new album coming out. Yes, they do. It's out today. Yes. And I saw a uh, an Instagram video of them. Oh, gosh, I don't know where they were. In some crowded New York room. I don't know if it was, like, down in a subway area or something yes, like that. Yes, they, they were doing, doing it with like, Jimmy Fallon. With Jimmy Fallon, yes. And they were doing this little impromptu pop-up. And it was really cool. To, uh, American Idiot is what they were singing. Yes. And that's a cool video if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, very cool. Oh, my God, I would lose it if I saw Green Day in the subway. And I saw them once do a video where they were in this super crowded bar, some pub. I don't know if they were in Boston, Chicago, New York, London, wherever the heck they were. It was nuts to butts, as they would say. It was like walking in the state fair. That was how crowded it was in there. But they were just behind a bar and had done this little setup, even with drums and everything. And it was such a cool sound because everybody there in this really tiny, cramped venue was singing at full throat. Oh, along fun! With Green Day. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. I like that band. They're they're just remember during the pandemic when they were doing covers. Yeah, and they were everyone great. was fantastic. Freaking loved it. Uh, when we come back, we have some science. News yeah, we got a little science news to share. Yeah, for sure. And I want to, and I think this will fit under the science umbrella. I want to tell you, Donna, about a community in uh, in Georgia. And somewhere else, not just Georgia, Georgia and another state that are fighting back to make sure that this sort of animal breeding center does not make it into their town. Oh, wow. I will tell you, it's rather strange. Could you imagine? We'll get into that when we come back. Donna.
Steve, my talk. Hey, it's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. So Spire and Highway Credit Unions merged on January 1st of this year. And so now it's called Blaze. You'll probably see them, uh, you know, some of the signs being changed as I speak. Um, They've got loans for you to borrow for any purpose, you guys. Like uh, if you're looking for a new or used vehicle, which I'm going to be doing very soon, um, they get that loan done fast. And they also have extended warranty plans with much better coverage and at a lower cost than the dealers. It is definitely worth looking into. Blaze also has home loans. They have home equity loans. They've got free checking where there are no monthly maintenance fees, if you can believe that. Plus, all Blaze credit cards give back 0.25% of your purchases to our local community. In fact, since that program started, Blaze has given back nearly $2 million. I am a member of Blaze and you can be too. There are 26 locations across Minnesota. Find the local, uh, find your location at blazecu.com. An equal housing opportunity lender. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Friday edition of the show. Got a little science news to share with everybody. I got a few things to get to. So I'm going to get right to it. Okay, okay. Steve? Steve's in Cali. Oh. He's going yeah, man, back to Cali. 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 Ah, bro. Uh, you're going to start talking like a surfer? Uh. And by the way, the Channel Islands, the bro who I talked to on the coast yesterday. He was like, yeah, man, I do these. My name's Kayak Zach, and I do these trips out there to the Channel Islands. And I was like, what's the Channel Islands? And he ended up telling me about it. He was like, you got to get out there. There are all these caves, that, speaking of sites, that you can kayak through. Oh. Um, and they're really incredible. And, Donna, you would love that there are wild little, like, dog foxes on the Channel Islands. They were endangered about, I don't know, a decade ago. Dog foxes. Then they helped them. They're like these little... They're like foxes, but smaller, like the size of a mid-sized or little dog, and they run wild on the Channel Islands. So they're you dogs. You should go there. I will. No, they're foxes. They are foxes. But they look like dogs. I just looked up dog foxes. Look up Channel Island foxes. Okay. Uh, everybody play at home. Island oh, foxes right is what they're called. Yeah. Island foxes. Look at those faces. They're so oh, cute. Oh, they're little baby boos. Yeah, he was like, yeah, man, kids really enjoy it if you ever want to get out of here. <laughs> he was so chill. I could have talked to him forever. He was, he was stoned. No, he wasn't, <laughs> Yes, he was. I can, Donna. I, if I had to place a bet, I would say that guy was no. stoned. No, he, was, he had way too much energy to be stoned. 
He was like hyped up. He was excited. He was intelligent. He was talking about things. Well, you could be intelligent and be stoned. I you probably think you're more intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the intelligence doesn't burst through when you're stoned. This guy was very present, Donna. Okay, I'm sorry I blew up. Donna, stereotypes. You think all Californians are high all the time? I do not. Thank you. Anyway, the, you got to go there, Donna, so you can see the island foxes. Thank you. I'll put it on the list. Whatever. Rumors swirled around this weekend that the James Webb telescope had found alien life and that NASA was getting ready to announce it. But now it sounds like it was all overblown. That's what they want you to think. There is a planet 120 light years from us called K218b, and it could have life. Last fall, there was evidence found of mm, dimethyl sulfide in its atmosphere. On Earth, it's a molecule only made by living things especially microscopic plants in the ocean. So that's what the rumors were based on, that there must be life. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Experts have been pushing back on it. They say finding potential biosignatures is very different than finding full-on aliens. Okay, but I would consider that evidence, right? Hmm. No yeah, one knows. It's an interesting finding. Um. No one who actually knows about this stuff uh, has said an announcement is, you know, going to be coming. So there's that. It would be so interesting if we found a different planet that didn't have like meme or aliens, but mm. had a full other world where they had societies mm -hmm. and languages and families and schools. Like it would just be very, that would be so wild. But if it's like a bleeblorg and we found this, you know, chromosome that exists underneath that rock, I want to be excited, guys. I do. You want to see really like little alien. ET. Yes. Yeah. Alien yeah. life in, in public schools, you know. Yes. In the military. Yeah. In their little like, communities, would... civilized, uh, you know, neighborhoods. And... What are their animals? What are they eating? Right. Do they have animals? Do they have pets? Interesting. Well, we'll never know. Uh, in other space news, the doomed uh, Peregrine Moon Lander that had issues. Remember, it launched. Um, it, it had like people's cremated ashes on it. Does that ring a bell? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, it had issues after it launched. It finally fell back to Earth yesterday, and it burned up over the uh, South Pacific. Oh bugger! With the ashes on it. Yes. So the ashes oh, are now bugger. ashes. Times two. Oh, okay. okay. Is it burned up? Let's see what it it's double ashes. Donna. What? Okay, so Donna. all right. I'm sorry. R.I.P. They're still ashes. It's not like they're ruined. The ashes are ashes. It's like a twice smoked turkey that I did once. <laughs> or a double smoked or a twice ham. baked potato. Correct. Okay. <laughs> all right. We've made that understandable for simpletons like us. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right. They're double my edges. Condolences. <laughs> oh my God, that's awful. Okay, uh, I do have a couple other stories here. Okay. Um, Save time for my monkey story. Oh, okay. Uh, you could be living in an area that's going to experience a damaging earthquake in the next 100 years. The U.S. Geological Survey released a map that shows what your chances are, and they say 75% of the country is at risk. Okay. Now you say things. Should we do with that information? Uh, just don't worry about it unless you're going to live for 100 more years. Thank you. <clears throat> Southwestern Georgia residents packed a city council meeting this week to demand that officials block a company called Safer Human Medicine from constructing a $396 million monkey breeding center in their community. So I want you to think of your HOA and when they're like, hey, we're thinking of adding a berm behind the house because they put up a telephone pole. This is, <laughs> hey, we need to vote if we want to thumbs up the nearly $400 million monkey breeding center. The proposed center would hold up to 30,000 long-tailed macaws Macaw! to be sold to medical research groups. Some people are concerned about the noise levels of the 30,000 monkeys, the risk of escape, escape which invariably leads to them ripping your face off, Correct. the spread of disease, and the disposal of each facility's waste, which PETA estimates could nearly fill an Olympic pool every day, and how they might affect property values. Uh, we're real close to restaurants, which is great. A lot of walking trails. <clears throat> One quick thing. We have like 30,000 wild monkeys at a <laughs> breeding center, which is a breeding center. So they're just getting it on there yes. and well, making more monkeys and then testing monkeys, using monkeys to test for different medicines. Oh, so they're breeding monkeys for research. Correct. Mm. 30,000 of them. I mean, there would always be some sort of distant rumbling of like... Mm, I, yeah, yeah. That would be that'd be tough. And yeah, once one escapes, or if two escape and they have relations, and then they make more public street walking, <laughs> just wild monkeys, mm -hmm. soon you live in monkey town. Right. Whenever I see videos of people like in Indonesia and they're walking and a monkey just comes and pulls something out of their hand, you know, I'm like, oh, hell no. Mm -mm. Yeah, I was in, uh, where was I? The Rock of Gibraltar. Gibraltar had had these monkeys and I saw the, I went on this like monkey walk and they told you about the threats, the round mouth threat from these monkeys. What's these that mean? Pack monkeys or whatever. What is round mouth? Round mouth threat. If, if, if you come upon a monkey and he hits you with a circle mouth. Oh. That means... He's getting ready. So you need to respect. You need to walk away. But likewise, I had a monkey jump on my head. And mm -hmm. so, you know, they're both very, very friendly and can always kill you. Just like your family dog. <laughs> Dance. All right. All right. We're going to play a game I lost yesterday, by the way. If you could believe it. Yeah, because Stillwater Steve... Helped Matt Belanger win. Thank you. Hmm. How wonderful. Uh, what she lost was the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You could help her win or me win. You get to choose. 651-641-1071. Call now. We play that game next. Oh, hi. It's Shauna 
up for my new friends over at Energy Savers Fireplaces. This is a local family-owned business. They've been around since 1976, and they basically do it all when it comes to fireplaces. That means helping you choose a fireplace, maybe helping you replace one, picking out the right type for your space. That is an important decision. Uh, The staff at Energy Savers Fireplaces, they can help you scope out an area in your home even uh, where you can put a fireplace, the most ideal location. They can help you design it. Or if you're replacing, they can help you consider your options, whether that be wood, gas, pellet, electric, inserts. It doesn't matter what you're looking for. Indoors, outdoors, fire pits. Energy Savers Fireplaces is your one-stop shop. You know it's a great business when all their reviews are only five-star reviews and their installers have been with the company for 20 to 25 years. Go to EnergySaversFireplaces.com or stop by. They're located just off of Highway 36 in Oakdale. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Good morning. Friday edition of the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and time for our game. Time to go to college. 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 It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Well, she mentioned it, Steve. Uh, it was uh, Maddie B getting a win yesterday. It took a little bit of help from uh, Stillwater, Steve, but uh, nevertheless, uh, she was victorious in the game yesterday. Kevin Costner trivia went the way of Maddie B. So with that, we sit six to six. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, uh, and I will say, Maddie B, uh, he did get Waterworld. He got one of them right. So nice. I'll Straight give him a little that. credit for that. Stillwater, Steve got the other two and then ended up winning in a tiebreaker for it. Uh, for for uh, Matt, so what do you do, right? What can you do? Not much. All you can do is move on because the nice thing about this is there's always a game the next day, and now you both have an opportunity to win today as we celebrate a birthday. Any idea whose birthday it is today? Yeah, uh, yes. Who? <clears throat> it is Captain. That's wrong. Can't remember. Can we have initials? I'll just give you Dolly. Dolly Parton. 78. Steve, you got a guess on age? Uh, I'm going to guess Dolly Parton is 77 years old. Uh, Donna nailed it. Yeah! 78 years young today for one Dolly Parton. And today we're talking Dolly Parton trivia for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We got Sheila on the line to play with us. Hi. 
Hi. Hi, Sheila. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Yeah, yeah, we're good, doing, good. We're doing, we're doing yeah, really we're good. well. Really Sheila, good. You sound just like naturally kind of happy and, and bubbly. What do you do on most days? Uh, I help my brother as a PCA. And then to try to do something for myself, I try to work out most every day. And yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing. Go. Good for you. Go, Sheila. I like Sheila's vibe. I like Sheila's energy. Uh, Sheila, it is time for you to make a choice, though, if you want to team up with Stevie Boy or Donna. Again, the topic, Dolly Parton. I would just like to ask if you would please team up with me, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I think, uh, sorry, Steve, that I'm going to wow. team with Donna because Yay! I feel like yesterday wasn't quite fair. Thank you. Do you feel that Dolly Parton is pretty fair for me? Um, well, I think Donna might be a little more knowledgeable. Which is why she wants to win, Steve. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. Whatever. All right. I'll go over here. Bye, guys. All right, Steve's going to step Bye. aside, and it is going to be Sheila. You're going to be going on hold. You're going to hear how Donna does when she plays the College of Pop Culture Knowledge all about Dolly Parton, and then, of course, you can help her once uh, she wraps things up. Donna? Yes. You ready to do this? Sure, why not? Well, let's start it off with this one here. Not only did this song hit number one on the charts, it also earned her an Oscar nomination oh, no. in 1981. Oh, is that I Will Always Love You? The next year, she starred alongside Burt Reynolds in this musical comedy based on a Broadway show. I think that's Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Her highest grossing film was this 2011 animated movie inspired by Lawn Ornaments and Shakespeare. Oh, shoot. I'm not going to get this one. Lawn Ornaments and Shakespeare. Animated movie from 2011. It was her highest grossing film that she was part of. Really? I, I I don't know. There's some little dolls or something. Trolls. Right. Trolls. Okay. We'll go with that. You still <laughs> were talking when the timer hit. Okay, thank uh, you. Uh, we're going to bring Sheila back in here. Sheila, you heard her responses. How do you feel like she did? Um. Yeah, definitely the first two. You feel good in the I first two? Let me read, let me read yeah. the third one for you again. Uh, she was kind of struggling on that one. Her uh, highest grossing film was this 2011 animated movie inspired by Lawn Ornaments and Shakespeare. Any idea? Lawn, lawn ornaments. Um, um, oh, my kids, kids were little then and watched it. Is that, um, oh, with the pointy hats, um, oh. the gnomes, right? Um, so the, the name the of Nomeo the... Romeo and Juliet? Romeo oh. and... Okay, that's going to be your answer. Yeah, sounds good. That you, yeah, you got an yeah. answer in there. Okay, sounds good. We'll put you back on hold, Sheila, and we'll bring Steve back in here. Come on, Steve. Stevie boy. There he is. Patterson. Uh, Pretty good. Good. Thank you. Let's run through these and see how it goes for you, Steve. Again, we're talking about Dolly Parton on her 78th birthday. Let's start with this one right here. Not only did this song hit number one on the charts, it also earned her an Oscar nom in 1981. Nine to five. The next year, she starred alongside Burt Reynolds in this musical comedy based on a Broadway show. Come back to it. Her highest grossing film was this 2011 animated movie inspired by Lawn Ornaments and Shakespeare. Oh my gosh. Gnomes. 
second one. Uh, next year, she starred alongside Burt Reynolds in this musical. Romeo com- and Juliet. Uh, starred and alongside Juliet. Burt Reynolds in this musical comedy based on a Broadway show. Nine to five. I'm going to say that again. I don't know. I'm scared. Oh. I like things. And I want people oh. to be friends. Mm. All right. All right. Let's run through these answers. We will start with the uh, the first one. Not only did this song hit number one on the charts, it also earned an Oscar nomination in 1981. That answer was nine to five. Shoot. Steve got that one right. Mm, Donna went with I Will Always Love You. And that is. I thought you were looking for a song. It I is the song, yeah. Oh, it is. The right? song Nine to Five one, hit number oh, one on nine the charts. Nine to Five is the song. And then it also got an Oscar nomination because it was the song That's in the movie. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Wow. Yep. yep. So oh my uh, gosh. that first point's going to go to Steve. Okay. We'll jump to the third one. Her highest grossing film was this 2011 animated movie inspired by lawn ornaments and Shakespeare. Took Steve a second. He came around to Nomeo and Juliet. Mm hmm. And uh, it took Sheila even longer, but she came around to it as well. Nomeo and Juliet is the yeah. correct answer. Woo. Nicely done. So with that, Steve leads two to one. And we move on to the second question. The next year, she starred alongside Burt Reynolds in this musical comedy based on a Broadway show. Donna, you have to get this one right to force a tiebreaker. And you got it right. Yay! The best little whorehouse in Texas. Woo-wee. And despite my best effort, I could not get Steve Patterson to say whorehouse on the radio. Right. Dang it. <laughs> wow. Damn. Darn. Uh, I would have for the win. Dang. <laughs> Sheila, you you uh, help tie that up as well. So we're heading to a tiebreaker. Yay. Yay. Okay. All right. You guys know how it works. I'm going to start reading the tiebreaker question. And at any point, you guys think you know the answer. You yell out your name. I'll stop reading the question. If you get it right, you win. If you get it wrong, your opponent gets to hear the rest of the question. Are the three of you ready to play the tiebreaker? Yes. Ready. All right. Again, we're talking yep. Dolly Parton. Here we go. Yellow your name when you think you know it. Okay. Around 1967, a redheaded bank clerk flirted with Dolly's husband, Carl. Donna. Donna. Jolene. The clerk's first name was Jolene. Yeah. Nicely done. Yay. That was the only song I had. That's the only thing I was going to say. Was <laughs> but I was waiting for it to give me a reason to do it, and that was not reason. Oh, Rumor man. had it. That is where the song came from. So Ooh, congratulations, nice. Donna, and congratulations to Sheila. Yay, Sheila. Yay, Donna. Yay, Donna. Ooh, yay, thank you. Thank you so much for helping me. Oh. Have a fabulous weekend. Yes, you too. Thank You're ahead you. by one. What? She is ahead by one. Yes, thank you for that. Thank you so much. Yay. Sorry, Steve. It's fine. Love you. I don't care. You care. (laughs) Stupid. Stuff is dumb now. Do you want a tip? Yes. Okay. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Still can't find it? No, I have it right in front of me. Would oh. you be willing to give up your smartphone for one month for $10,000? I thought it said 100000 I was wrong. It's only 10000 Would you? Well, I don't know. You wrote hundred k in, and so I really had my mind at hundred k Um yeah, as long as I could do online work through another way, yeah. 
Okay. So but there's a new I just campaign. Had to do any online stuff at a, at a computer or a laptop? No I think you're fine with that. Scrolling. You can have a phone. Okay. Um, here's the deal. So it's a campaign inspired by Dry January, and it's going to give 10 people $10,000 each for giving up their smartphone for a full month. It is from the fancy yogurt brand, Siggy's. And they say they're doing it because the average person spends 5.4 hours on their phones each day, and they believe in the power of living a simpler life with fewer distractions. Okay? So if you're interested, you can apply on their website. We can link this up, right? Mike, well, Mike's on the phone, but we'll link this up for everybody. It's going on now through January 31st. Here's what you need to do. You need to write a 100 to 500 word essay on why you need a digital detox. And the quality of that essay will be a factor on if you get picked. Okay. Now, here's the other thing. It's not as hard as you think. You're going to get a one month prepaid flip phone. That way you won't be without a phone. So you get that for a month. You get a three month supply of yogurt and you get a lockbox for you to put your smartphone in for the full month. Winners will be announced on February 15th, but it's unclear when that detox would begin. Um, I think this is stupid for a yogurt company to do. Okay. There is no tie-in to the brand. If I owned Siggy's yogurt, I'd say, okay, why? Are we doing that? I, now, I get it. They would say, well, because of what's happening right now. We just said the word Siggy's yogurt four times on the radio, and otherwise we had no plans to mention Siggy's this year. But there's no, like, organic tie-in to Siggy's yogurt. This just sounds weird. Okay. Well, I don't know what to say to that. Uh, let's see. see. Let's see what, if they Barbie have anything. Everything. They're just looking at life. And simplifying. That's okay. I kind of like, like this. Siggy's Simply Great Yogurt? Simplify your life? Like, it's got nothing nothing sort of to do with tie-in? any... Nope, nope. Stupid. It's just Siggy's Digital Detox. I think we should sign up for this. Should we both? No. Why? No, you can. I think it's dumb. Okay. I've already said too many bad things. Now they're not going to believe me. You have to write a 100 to 500 word essay on why you need the digital detox. Correct. They're not going to believe me anymore. But you've played pretty sympathetic toward them, so maybe you can. Okay. Toucan. Toucan. Sam. Oh, funny, Steve. Oh, wow. That improv class last night really paid off. Paid off. What I'd like to pay off is my mortgage improv. (laughs) But really, where's Toucan Sam, Donna? Uh, Probably uh, back in the 70s somewhere. Time traveling. He was was hot in the 80s and 90s. Oh, he was? When I was growing up still. Oh, love Toucan Sam. And why isn't he around anymore? I don't know. Uh, We've moved on. All right. I've called my congressperson. Okay, great. All right, let's take a break. You say things after the break. Okay. Uh, I have a little bit of food news for us. Sure, people used to snort cocaine, but that's kind of passe. I've got something new for you to snort when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. It's dark. Hello. Welcome back to the show, the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. 
Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, Mike the Big Zamboni. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. It's a Friday honk. You be honking. You be honking. Uh, Steve's in California. That's fun. Flying home tonight. How's the weather? Uh, It's uh, low 50s right now. Oh, wow. It is uh, overcast. Looks like there's a marine layer. Oh, wow. Outside of these windows here. I uh, see. Which is really ideal. That's what I'm looking for. I I love... I love coastal 50s and 60s. Really enjoyable. Like a sweater and a jacket along. Yes. Agreed. Yeah, really nice. Haven't eaten anything. Oh, I'm so sorry. So you feel pretty hungry right now. And um, what'd you eat, Donna? Uh, You know, I had a Sammy down in the the calf. Thank you. Nice. It's rasking. I always feel kind of fat after I eat those. You do? I do not. Yeah. I feel like kind of greasy and just big stomached. Oh, I see. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, pull over right there. Oh, you want me to pull over, do you? Sure. I took improv class last night. Hey, pull over right there. Okay. Uh, Sure. I can do that. That one. Oh, sure. Hey, look, there's a drive-thru. Let's go there now. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! I've never asked you, Donna, if you've snorted cocaine, but... Oh, my God. There are some questions that I don't ask because I just presume. You grew up in Jersey. You got your start out there. You probably made some bad choices. Wow. Well, I've got an alternative for everybody, and I'm interested in snorting this. Wow. You can now snort... Caffeine. Oh. I'm 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 interested. There's a product <laughs> called Wanna Bump, which is a drug term, Donna. What? And is it launched happening? last year. Okay. It's a white powder that looks just like cocaine, but it's legal. So you can buy it on Amazon. It's called Instant Energy on Demand. And you know I like instant energy. It's in the news because it's been circulating on social media, and experts are telling people not to buy it. Just because it's legal doesn't mean it's safe. So when you drink caffeine, Mm -hmm. or if you get it naturally from things like chocolate, it absorbs into your body gradually. But obviously, it happens a lot faster if you snort it. So they say you can overdose on the snortable caffeine. Also doing it regularly can mess up your nasal passages, just like cocaine does. Uh, see Artie Lang. Yes. Scared straight pictures. Yes. By the way, you would have to chug 28 cups of coffee to overdose on caffeine. There was a guy who chugged a whole cup of coffee the other day in like three seconds. Set a new world record, by That's the way. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, gosh. There is a, um, there are multiple products like this snortable caffeine, not just the Wanta Bump, but there's another one with a pretty classy name, Turbo Snort. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No. Oh, the snortable Why? powder also has uh, B vitamins mixed in to make it healthy. You know, <clears throat> I don't think I'm going to snort caffeine. Okay. But. I would be open to smelling salts. 
Okay. All right. Do you want to try them on the show sometime? Uh, what's the purpose? To test them and to see how they make us feel. Uh, football players use it on the sidelines. Some boxers will use it. And so it like is such a bad smell that it wakes you amplifies up. your entire body immediately. Hmm. We could do it um, and put it on social media. I don't, I'm not sure that's a good idea. Can we discuss off the air? Quite possibly. Absolutely, Donna. Thank you. I have, um, would you ever do a snortable caffeine, Donna? No, absolutely not. Okay. Not putting anything in my Mike, nose. Mike, you're doing back-to-back shows. You're kind of dragging midway through, and somebody says, hey, man, want a bump? And oh. it's white-powdered caffeine. And I just need to finish putting my credit card information in submit. <laughs> yes, um, I would. And it's on the way. It should be here next Tuesday. Yeah, okay, baby. great. Oh, my God. It would be fun to try that one time, you know, sure. just to see how quickly the energy hits you. Also, here's a product you don't hear about much anymore, Donna. Okay. Five-hour energy. Mm-hmm. That is true. That was, that was hot for a What's while. What's the other one that people would mix with, like, vodka? Red Bull. Yes. Do people still drink that? Oh, yeah. Mm. Lots of flavors now. Really? Mm-hmm. Red Bull and Monster. Those are the two big ones still and a lot of different flavors. What? Uh, wait a second. What What flavors? Um, You've got all sorts of them, like peach, watermelon, strawberry, yeah. twist of summer. Really? Dragon fruit. Blueberry, uh-huh. lime, everything you can imagine. Fig apple. Fig apple. Mm. Wow, that's interesting. So they don't all taste like that nasty metallic Red Bull taste. Some actually taste pretty good. Still, okay. Still just as bad for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of interesting flavors, <laughs> what started off as an April Fool's Day prank between Burt's Bees and Hidden Valley Ranch has, in fact become a reality donna valentine yes you can now buy ranch flavored lip balm no thank you aiming to bring the craveable flavor of a basket of wings to your favorite lip balm it's already sold out by it's sold bike. out it's sold out so stupid and i ask you this question okay um sure it's gimmicky i get it I love chapstick. You know that. I do too, but I only like plain chapstick. I don't like flavored. Oh, I was going to say, what flavor would you like to inject? Because if you told me that I could put ranch chapstick on my lips <laughs> and every time I gave it a quick lick, I kind of got a little rank, ranch tang. I think I would like that. I think I would like uh, cooler, Cool Ranch Doritos. Sure. That flavor of chapstick would be great. Oh, my gosh. If I see somebody eating Cool Ranch Doritos and I see a little bit of that dust on their fingers, I'm like, hmm, how oh, what do I know this person? Should I ask <laughs> if I could suck their fingers? Please don't. It's so good. When's the last time you had a Cool Ranch Dorito? You know, not that long ago. They make the mini ones in those cans. So they come in a can like a, a Pringles can, but they're little. They're mini ones. Super cute. Boy, I really like them. What's your favorite chip, Donna? Oh, my gosh. What a great question. I like Sun Chips. You have a flavor? They have quite a few flavors now. You like mm. the originals? They I have like I the like garlic the tomatoes, salsa. 
I like mm. them all, Steve. Thank you so much for asking. I've never tried a Cool Ranch Dorito with dip. Would it taste really you good don't really with need it. It's mm-hmm. so unnecessary. I understand that, but, yes. but I'm a glutton. It's America. Yeah. Would it taste good if we dipped it in this Absolutely. Stuff? Anything else you'd uh, like to ask? <laughs> I'll give you one more thing? little tip before we go. It's I'm a tip? thinking about food, Donna. Okay, sorry, you're yeah, hungry. Kinda. Okay. Uh, that is correct. Yeah, I shouldn't do a food segment when I haven't eaten breakfast. Um, here's something for the next time you go to the grocery store, especially if you're trying to stay healthier here in the new year. It's called the six-to-one grocery shopping method. There's a chef on TikTok who's going viral for what he's calling this little grocery store hack. Here's what you do. Uh, You go in, and then you get six vegetables, five fruits, four proteins, three starches, two sauces or spreads, and then one fun thing for yourself. It's the six-to-one grocery shopping method. He said it will challenge you to think outside the box with what you make for dinner, how you prepare meals. But six veggies, five fruits, proteins, three starches, two sauces, and one fun thing for yourself. Okay. It's a cute little project. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We're coming back. Mike is going to have a dirt alert for everybody, and then I'll tell you about that Malia Obama film that she um, has heading to Sundance. And Pinocchio is the next victim of the public domain.